Welcome Larva and Giantkin to the Monster Smash League, where Tahoe Tessie can beach Nessie and Bessie can nuke Cressy. I'm Batboy, and joining me tonight is the guy who will absolutely crush the headbanging section in Bohemian Rhapsody, Typhon, Greek father of all monsters. Thanks, BB. I'm absolutely ecstatic at the thought of another brutal beast battle. Tonight's show is special in more ways than one, Ty, because in addition to a unique Smash session, we have a live feed coming in from the Harry Cryptids convention, where Yowie has been interviewing some of the most famous Sasquatches in the world. Not sure why Yowie gets a paid vacation while the rest of us have to stay here, but it's great to have a presence at such a popular event. A large number of our sponsors attend the event, Ty. We need to make sure they know we're still relevant. I just don't see why I couldn't have come. Seriously? What? Ty, would you call yourself a cryptid? I mean, I'm more of a legendary myth. Got any hair? I'm smooth as a baby's bottom. Uh-huh. The Harry Cryptids Convention. Still not following. Wow. Well, anyway, let's check in with our resident furball, Yowie. Yowie, you there? Right here, baby. I've had a chock-a-block schedule so far here in San Antonio. After a full brekkie with my covers, sponsored by Mossman's Home Barbie, we all gathered for the annual measuring. Uh, the annual measuring? Bingo. Measuring what? Oh, I think you know, fellas. We... we do? Oh, <laughs> when we get together, we can't help it. Oh, my. Yowie, uh, I'm not sure that we should... Yeah, we should probably know. I mean... How else will we know who performs the best when spring comes around? Is he really talking about what I think he's talking about? I, I mean, uh... So, yeah, the official busts out a measuring tape and we get to work on each other. Have you no shame? Oh, sure. Sometimes it can be embarrassing, exposing our true selves to friends and strangers alike. But it has to be done. Hello? I think I might have lost you guys. No, uh, we, we, we're here. We're just, um... We're just a little taken aback. Why is this happening? So, Yowie, I'm scared to ask, but what were your results? No worries, mate. I'm not as big as some of the others. Why would you ask him that question? But my hands were an inch shy of a foot, height is nine feet, two inches, and the old footsies clocked in at two feet and two inches. Oh, Oh, yeah. Okay. Thank Hades. Glad you approved, Ty. I was pretty proud. Okay, hands, height, and feet. Huh. So, did anyone outdo Bigfoot? Of course not. The Tano Giant had a respectable three feet and four inches, but as we all know, that's more than a shade short of Bigfoot's four feet seven inches. Yes, obviously we all knew that. So, Yowie, what's next for you? Well, boys, don't be jealous, but I'll be attending a workshop by the Michigan Dogman. Crikey, I couldn't believe he showed up this year. Sounds informative. What's the topic? Don't be camera shy, be camera fly. Keeping those cryptid hunters guessing, but looking good doing it. Well, all right. We'll check back in later. Thanks, Yowie. Stoked to keep you updated. That was Yowie, live from the Harry Cryptids Convention in San Antonio, Texas. On second thought, BB, I think I'm glad I'm here and not there. That makes sense, since the activities clearly aren't really designed for everyone. No kidding. Turning to more action-packed news, it's time to send it over to our verdant lady of the swamp, Jenny Greenteeth. 
Jenny? So, not genitals. Jenny? I'm here in the Aberration Station Arena, where the field has been transformed into a gladiatorial coliseum. Oh, ho, ho, ho. I said some no-nonsense close combat in our future. This will be the battleground for a nonsensical long-distance duel with two of the icons of worldly witches. Swing and a miss. Tonight's skirmish will be between the definitely not John Wick hag of Slavic lore, Baba Yaga, and the Balinese demon queen of Indonesia, Rangda. Jenny, do I sense some extra excitement? Is it that noticeable? (laughs) I've dreamed of meeting these two since I was a little swampling. They're just so iconic. Sounds like it's going to be a real spectacle. Thanks, Jenny. That Coliseum is going to be lit up like the 4th of July. Here's hoping, old friend. But I'll be honest, I don't know much about these Madam Mims. Well then, stay right here, because we're going to learn about the old hag in a house with chicken legs right after this word from our human sponsors. Hello? If anyone can hear me, I just picked up your signal and I've only got about a minute of battery life on my emergency radio, so I just wanted to let you know about my podcast, Island Life with Alex Denny. It's a weekly broadcast from the island of talking animals where I've been shipwrecked for a number of years. Every improvised episode features me, my animal friends like Damien the Fox and Benji the Penguin, plus new human friends I pick up over my radio in a place where anything can happen, from peacocks putting on a talent show to a capybara and a frigate bird finding love. Some of my human guests have included Celeste Pachu and Amanda Blake Davies of Showtime's Work in Progress, Jessica Lynn Verdi, the voice of Best Buy, and Sean Cowig and Brian James O'Connell of Helden on Sci-Fi. New episodes of Island Life with Alex Denny are released every Tuesday, and you can find plenty of past broadcasts on any podcast app or at islandlifepod.com. Running low on power here. Thanks for hanging out with us on Island Life. Somewhere in the eastern part of Europe, where it gets bitterly cold in the winter, there is a dark forest. If you are ever brave, foolish, or ignorant enough to go wandering through that forest, there is a good chance that you might come across a peculiar house. It's a wooden hut, but it's like no other that you have ever seen, for it stands on giant chicken legs and quite often it walks about, just like a monstrous farmyard bird. This hut is the home of Baba Yaga. I don't advise that you knock at the door of Baba Yaga's hut, no matter the perils faced through the forest, for Baba Yaga is a witch. On the edge of Baba Yaga's forest, there is a little village, and everyone who lives there knows about the strange hut and the lady who lives inside it. They know her, and they fear her, for it has long been rumored that she likes to eat children. So begins one of the numerous tales about the supernatural being of Slavic folklore, Baba Yaga. Truly an enigma, many have sought her out for assistance in one matter or another, but whether she helps or hinders is a mere coin flip of fate. Her ambiguity is legendary, and she acts according to a plan that only she is privy to. 
Like most witches, Baba Yaga can fly, but she does not use a broomstick. Instead, she sits in a giant mortar, with her knees almost touching her chin. She shoots across the forest floor and uses the pestle as a rudder held in her right hand. She sweeps away her tracks with a broom made out of silver birch held in her left. Whenever she appears, a wild wind begins to blow. The trees groan and leaves whirl through the air. She rules over the four elements, fire, water, air, and earth. She has three faithful servants, the white horseman known as Bright Dawn, who controls the daybreak, the red horseman known as Red Sun, ruler of the sunrise, and the black horseman known as Dark Midnight, who brings nightfall wherever he treads. It may seem strange that anyone would look for Baba Yaga or enter her hut. However, she is all-knowing, all-seeing, and tells the whole truth to those who are brave enough to ask. Often a hero or heroine enters her hut looking for wisdom, knowledge, truth, or help. She will always accommodate these requests, though a price must always be paid. If her demands are met, as in the tale of Vasilisa the Beautiful, there are none more powerful boons than the gifts Baba Yaga can grant. If, however, you ask of the old woman and are found wanting, well... Children aren't the only things Baba Yaga likes to place in her oven. Great stuff. I'm Jenny Greenteeth, and I'm very pleased to be joined by my guest at this time, the spooky grandmother herself, Baba Yaga. Thank you, Miss Greenteeth. Oh, wow. You know my name. Of course I do. I make it a point to see how my fellow hags are making their marks in the world of monsters. We've had to fight twice as hard as the male horrors to be recognized and respected. Ain't that the truth. So I think what you've been doing in England with Peg Powler and the Grindelows is just wonderful. I mean, thank you. It's worth just some kids and elderly people being dragged into swamps. It is not just some kids and elderly people being dragged into swamps. Really? It is a message to all of the young bog witches and warlocks that they aren't beholden to the traditional monster roles that society has been cramming down their throats. Yeah. That they've been slowly indoctrinated into thinking that boy monsters do this, girl monsters do that, and non-gendered monsters do the other things, when in reality, as long as a human is either terrified, mystified, or dead at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And it sends a much-needed message to the creature council full of wolf men, boogie men, and abominable snow men, that we are here, we cause fear, get used to it. Hell yeah! Topple the monstrous patriarchy! In the end, I just want all of the little hatchlings and Antichrist to know that they can be whatever they want. Take down the Draculas and the Mr. Hydes. No more Moth Man. No more Frog Man. Okay, well, enough about that. I will take the announce desk back and oust Batboy and Typhon! That wasn't what I meant, Jane. <laughs> Green teeth! <sighs> what? You got a little carried away. I'm sorry, I get passionate sometimes, but especially when a legend like yourself says such insane 
tiring things. I understand. Your black heart is in the right place, and that's what matters most. Thank you, Baba Yaga. Oh, and sorry, fellas. I didn't mean it. No issues here, Jenny. I'm totally down for you taking BB's spot if you want to. Nah. So, Baba Yaga. Call me Baba. I'm everyone's babushka. Oh, that's so nice. Baba. You control all of the elements. You fly. You have powerful magic. You have three handsome servants who ride horses and control the time of day. Is there anything you're worried about when it comes to Rangda, your opponent? Well, Rangda and I go back a long time. We've never quite gotten along. Between you and me, I think she's jealous of the attention I get. You are in many Slavic fairy tales and happen to have the distinct honor of being the nickname for John Wick. Yes, but she's no pushover. Rangda is an immortal demon. She's frightening to behold and specializes in black magic. Do you dabble? Never touch the stuff anymore. Sure, I experimented in my youth, but as I matured, I discovered it wasn't for me. Black magic is powerful, but doesn't sit well with my appetite. I see. So, how important is it to you to win this challenge? Oh, I'd love to win, sure, but at the same time, I just want to put on a great performance for my fans. Fantastic. Are your sisters here watching? Yes, they are. See? There's Baba Yaga, and there's Baba Yaga. (laughs) There's Baba Yaga. The resemblance is uncanny. Some say we're the same person, just multiplied. (laughs) Yeah, I can see why. (laughs) This this has truly, truly been an honor, Baba. Oh, sweetie, this was so fun. We should meet for dinner sometime. I can make stew. Really? That sounds lovely. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Uh, uh, Um... Back to you in the booth, boys. I want to call her Baba. I never had a grandma. I'm sure she won't mind, Ty. Baba Yaga is just as likely to act motherly and warm when meeting people as she is to eat them. Just part of her ambiguous nature. Spooky grandma for the holidays! Speaking of holidays, let's check back in with Yowie at the Harry Cryptids convention. How's it going, Yowie? Oh, I'm wrecked, boys! We just finished lunch, and it's time for the International Hide and Seek Game! Should be a rip snorter. Hide and seek? I guess that could be fun. Who starts as it? Oh, some local custodian who doesn't know we're in the building. We'll tip him off so he can come have a Captain Cook. If any of us get spotted, we have to eat the guy. So he doesn't know he's playing a game, and if he wins, he dies. Ah, don't worry. He stands Buckley's. No one has ever been caught. So how long does this go on for? Until the drongo becomes a bludger and leaves. Ugh, okay. Oh, gotta go. He's coming. Shh. We'll check back in with Yowie in a bit. So they just hide in silence for however long it takes for some dude to check the whole conference center? I guess so. Huh. We'll be right back with a story about the Balinese demon Rongda right after this commercial break. Weird. Alright. Save money on cave insurance when you bundle Lair and Hunters with Regressive. Uh, can I take these off? Right. <clears throat> what is that? That looks dangerous. Wow. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the lab coat. Yeah, that's not real laser. That's shiny. Regressive can't save you from devolving into an ape. But we can save you money when you bundle Lair and Hunters. Regressive.
All eyes focused on the figure as she emerged from the inner part of the temple, about a third of the way through the ancient Barong dance, which predates even Hindu influences in the island of Bali. There is no doubt that the creature embodies power. She is electrifying, dangerous and otherworldly. She has protruding eyes, pendulous large breasts, and a long red tongue hanging down her body. Her mouth is full of big teeth and curving fangs. Her fingernails are extended to long pointed claws, and her unkept mop of gray hair hangs down her back. Long before this appalling metamorphosis, she was Mahendradatta, Princess of Java, who married King Udayana of Bali to unite their lands for political gain. But the queen longed for more than an arranged marriage and a life of providing heirs. She craved power. So she prayed to the Hindu deity she most wished to emulate, Durga, goddess of war, strength, and protection. She turned to witchcraft and learned how to control demons. She began to inflict curses and disease upon those who displeased her, and at last, pure, threatening power coursed through her veins. Discovering his wife's blasphemous shame, the king cast Mahendradatta out, exiling her to the dark jungles with only the clothes on her back. Grief, resentment, and loathing sustained her, and she survived. Villagers who felt the same as her sought her out and became her first students, her leeks. Even her own daughter, tainted by her mother's reputation and shunned by all suitors, joined with her to become the greatest witch in her service. And after many years of drive and devotion, her patron, Durga, finally granted her immortality and dominion over all demons. Her mortal essence burned away, and she became a goddess. Legends of this figure, Rangda, include her fondness for eating children as well as causing disease and pestilence. Although she may have been an ancient goddess of occult power, fertility, menstruation, menopause, and death, Today, Rangda is identified as an evil demon queen. More accurately, Rangda is Bali's queen of witches and lady of the night. She is a spirit of chaos, both in its negative sense and as a force that shakes up stagnation, allowing something new to be born. As the eternal opponent of Barong, the king of spirits, Rangda plays an important role, maintaining the balance. In the war between good and evil, neither side can win. And so, the being formerly known as Mahendradatta, Princess of Java and Queen of Bali, stands as a powerful symbol for all those who have felt tremendous grief and pain, who suffer debilitating hopelessness and fear, and who long to be loved for who they are, and not for who they are expected to be. All hail Rangda, Queen of the Witches. First and foremost, what the hell is a leak? Let me just check my notes here. Ah, 
It says here a leek is a mythological figure in the form of a flying head with entrails still attached. A flying head. Yep. Entrails hanging out. Uh huh. Looks like they seek out pregnant women to suck out juices. Basically. Huh. So, uh, this is a rerun of episode two. I suppose. Hey, BB. Yeah, Ty? Exactly how many creatures in world folklore and fiction are just heads with guts hanging out? Well, let's see. Leeks, Kraysu, Penongolons, Menonongles, Flying Heads, Vargwills, the Chonchon. No, 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 never, never mind, never mind. Jeez. They say Hollywood has no new ideas. Sounds like that's been a problem for a while. I mean, there are only three leaks, though, if that makes it better. Not even slightly. Well, then let's turn the time over to Jenny Greenteeth, standing by with the Demon Queen herself, Rongda. While you work on putting your tongue back in your mouth... Oh, there we go. I just wanted to say that it is beyond an honor to meet your evilness, Rongda. Mm, I do not like that you have asked me to talk. I will punish you for that while we fight. Oh, um, no, 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 no. I'm Jenny Greenteeth. I'm one of... I don't fight you. No, 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 no. You're here to fight Baba Yaga tonight. I know her. This will be easy, I think. Where is she? Wow, wow, wow. It certainly sounds like you've come to the Aberration Station to win tonight. Mm, yes. Winning would be acceptable did not know it was that Russian shrew. I am suddenly quite filled with anticipation. It's going to be an epic battle for sure. And between two such strong females... Look into my eyes, Jenny Green Thing. Baba Yaga doesn't want to inspire you. She wants to be famous. She wants every living and dead thing to fawn all over her hideous feet so that she can sneak around behind your backs and eat all the humans that you aren't paying attention to. Oh, well, yes, but she has a point, doesn't she? Your name, for example. It, it means widow. And the lore states that you lost your husband and your despair took you down a path of evil. Lore comes from humans. The stories they weave to explain us away. Just now, your storyteller told a different tale where my husband was a king and didn't die. I'm not worried where my meal thinks I came from. I'm worried about making sure they die of fright because it is my favorite spice. But don't you think, theoretically, and she's walking away and, yep, there she goes. Yeah, she's gone. Cool. So, uh, <laughs> Back to you. That is one scary naked lady. Oh, so she's not allowed to be naked. Hmm. I, you know, I didn't see Cerberus wearing any clothes, but I guess since he has an erector set, it's okay. Wait, erector set? <sighs> Twig and berries. Oh. Oh, uh, no, I don't care if she's naked. Sure, of course. Society would take the goddess of menstruation no and way. menopause and reduce her to a demon queen. Oh, no, she can't have a respectable title, like father of all monsters, won't I? Please help me. Nope. I'm just saying, this this is really opening my eyes about some things. Hey, let's check in with Yowie, huh? Hey, Yowie, how'd the game go? Tragic, baby. 
Everything was going fine until Gog and Magog got into an argument and Magog accidentally shoved Gog out into full view of Kevin. Who's Kevin? A congenial and ambitious janitor here at the San Antonio Convention Center. He's an undergrad at Trinity University who just wants to get a music degree so he can follow his dreams of playing the French horn for the San Antonio Symphony. But if he found Gog, then... Sadly, yes. Gog has to eat him. It's tradition. How did you know all that stuff about Kevin? Well, we all had a laugh about it first, right? Kevin was so surprised when it happened that he said, Whoa, buddy, the floor is for standing on, not kissing. Even Cog was smiling sheepishly as he got to his hooves. Kevin sounds like a nice guy. Oh, the nicest. He showed us pictures of his fiancée. Quite the catch, I might add. They want to have a June wedding at Niagara Falls in Ontario. The dear women and the donkey lady were fawning over him at that idea. And then you ate him? Well, not yet. We still have the 76th annual Supernatural cookout to do, and Kevin would probably spoil Gog's appetite. So, where's Kevin now? He's showing the Honey Island Swamp Monster how to bake citrus salmon in a Dutch oven. Smells amazing, by the by. Oh, thanks, Yowie. Uh, We'll check back in with you one more time before the end of the program. Kevin sounds like someone I'd want to have over for spooky grandma holidays. Niagara Falls in June is an enchanting destination wedding. I'd go. But unlike Kevin, we've come to the point in the night where all niceties and kindness get thrown out the window. When we come back, we'll see whose hocus pocus can outbibbity the other's bobbity boo. Right after this commercial from our human sponsors. Hey folks, Rev here. I just wanted to thank everyone who has supported the Monster Smash League over the last six months. Whether you've listened to every episode or this is your first experience, I'm incredibly grateful that you took the time to hear these crazy shows. I also want to thank everyone who has helped create these first six episodes. From the guest voice artists to the incomparable Leah Wurgler proofreading the scripts, thank you. I especially want to highlight TJ Penrod, Wendy Penrod, James Harris, and Ian Durant for providing the lion's share of voiceovers as Ty, Jenny, Yowie, and the Storyteller. I couldn't do this without you, and I wouldn't want to. Speaking of incredibly talented people doing incredibly talented things, you need to check out the new podcast, And the Oscar Does Not Go To. Do you like movies? Do you like the Oscars and other award shows? Do you ever ask yourself, why the heck did The Shape of Water win Best Picture in a year where Get Out was nominated? Our very own Jenny Greenteeth, Wendy Penrod, and Baba Yaga herself, Tiffany Mills, will take you on a hilarious and thoughtful journey back in time to the Academy Awards of yesteryear to talk about a movie that won versus a movie that didn't to see if the results hold up. They've done episodes like Pulp Fiction versus Forrest Gump, Knives Out versus Parasite, Goodwill Hunting versus Titanic, Brokeback Mountain versus Crash, and so many more. Try it out. I promise you won't regret it like I regretted seeing The Shape of Water in theaters. You can find and the Oscar does not go to on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and other listening platforms. And now, back to the show. Welcome. 
Welcome back to the Monster Smash League. I'm Bat Boy, and I'm here with my partner in broadcasting brutality, Typhon, Greek father of all monsters. You know, BB, Jenny's right. We should be using our positions to push for equal treatment among all monsters. I agree, Ty, and you have my full support. And what better way to show how badass female monsters are than by watching two incredible fighters duel to the death? Well then, you know what to do. Monster Smash! Looks like the fighters are in the Colosseum and already bantering. Finally, I will crush your spirit and your body, you Siberian swine. Nice to see you too, Rhonda. Nice is for peasants and weaklings. Let's just have fun out there. Fun? Very well, I shall have fun. Whammo! You ever see a fireball move that fast, BB? Never in my life, Ty. That had to clock in at a record speed. Oh, very mature, Rhonda. I obviously wasn't ready. A second direct hit! Baba Yaga needs to get out of the blocks here and do something! Would you please let me get ready? Ha! A great counter! Baba Yaga's elemental control wasn't going to let that keep working. It is a fight, yes? Stop putting on the fake faces for the crowd and be the sorceress you claim to be. Fine. Whoa! Look at those swirling motions Baba is doing! It seems like she is summoning some sort of ice storm above the arena! Seems like it's going to hit everyone! Yeah! Never mind! Look at that control! Each shard with pinpoint precision went directly into Rongda's exposed body! That had to be an incredible amount of damage! I see blood dripping out from under all that hair! <laughs> Happy now, you ugly demon bag! Incredible! Rongda's healing magic has cancelled out everything Baba Yaga just did! The ground just erupted underneath Rongda, knocking her back and into some stone spikes! Look like those wounds are open once again! Oh! You. Ooh, much like when Rongda tried to force an entire platoon of soldiers to stab themselves, she's used black magic to take control of Baba Yaga's hand. How dare! You hate to see it, folks. The classic stop hitting yourself maneuver. Absolutely devastating to morale, wouldn't you say? Yeah, and it hurts your face. Right. Stop, stop now. now! Oh, that face isn't very motherly anymore. <laughs> you asked for it, naked and decayed. I welcome your pitiful attempt. Oh no, everybody get down! What's happening down there? I can't see through all the smoke and sparkles! Hard to say, but they are letting loose like nothing I've ever seen before in all my years of Monster Smash. I think several members of the crowd have been struck by wayward magic missiles. Wait, look there, Ty. Did a giant iron mortar just raise up underneath her from the ground? She does like spectacle. And Baba Yaga just shot up into the sky! A broom and a pestle just appeared in her hands! You know you look ridiculous in your mixing bowl, yes? At least I can fly, Demon Queen! Ah, see, in Balinese mythology, demons and evil spirits are ground dwellers, and therefore must stay on the earth. So, shots fired? Shots fired. Ah, snap! 
What's wrong, Rhonda? Given up because you can't reach me? Hmm, flying is beneath Rhonda. I have apprentices for that. Whoa! Out of some shadowy fog have emerged two Balinese women and a man! Wait, why would she bring- Oh my Hades! I can't believe I didn't see that coming again! And there's the leaks. A brilliant move as their heads can match Baba Yaga's air travel. Yeah, brilliant. Missed me. Miss me again. Rhonda, your students need some more classes. Ah, one of the leaks. I believe that's Rhonda's daughter, Ratna, tackles the bottom of the mortar. How many rotations do you think that is? I don't know, but those somersaults remind me of a carnival ride. She better ride herself soon. Those other two heads are wheeling around for a cross check. Here they come. That's enough from you, mosquitoes. Ouch! That wind wall just sent the leaks headfirst into a coliseum wall. I'll assume from the blood smears and the motionless heads that they won't be a problem anymore. And there goes the third. That's one way to use a broom. She actually broke it over Rotna's skull. You owe me a broom. The demon queen's long tongue just stretched out and grabbed the Russian witch's leg. Get over here! Ooh, got her by the throat. That filthy claw went right through Baba's gut. The old crone definitely has internal bleeding. Oh, and that's a lot of blood. Oh, nice! Baba Yaga spits flames into Rhonda's face to force her release. You! You! Look at the pustules forming on Baba Yaga's face. That's some serious disease, BB. Rhonda is showing her signature ability. The Lady of the Night has inflicted a debilitating, wasting affliction on you that will slowly eat you away. No. You know it's bad when the quiet ones become chatty. Yeah, the way she's stalking her prey is very unsettling, to be sure. Die! Holy smokes, her head twisted way too far. Baba Yaga's discarded mortar just flew out of nowhere and hit Rhonda full force in the side of the face, very clearly breaking her neck. Was that telekinesis, BB? I think so. Mm. Wait. <laughs> no way. She's still walking? The great Baba Yaga. No. It means nothing that you have mastered the elements. No. Or befriended the night and the day. Please. Or arrogantly talk, talk, talk. This is getting out of hand, baby. Someone needs to stop this. You may be in countless tales, but you are not immortal. Rhonda is. Rhonda, don't do this. I'm not sure how to handle this. I really am not sure how to handle this. Your desperate attack is already erased. I will outlast Siberia itself. I will outlast time itself. And I will most certainly outlast Baba Yaga. <laughs> Baba Yaga has reached up and dug her own fingers into her eye sockets. No, 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 no. I can't believe it. Folks, 
Baba Yaga just tore her own face off. Honestly, for the first time, I actually envy the listeners at home because they didn't see it. I mean, this is Monster Smash, and anything goes. This was a truly impressive battle. I have won, yes? I mean, I don't see how it couldn't... Hold it, Ty. What's, what's that? What is this? A glowing red sigil is hovering above the Demon Queen. The symbol is uh, spreading over Rongda, shaping into a cube. Looks like a cage. Oh, now with a roof, like a little cage house. And now with legs, chicken legs. Oh, a cage house with chicken legs. Oh, what is this trickery? Baba Yaga's body is vanishing. Where did it go? Look up there, BB. Yes, yes, look, everyone. Baba Yaga is perfectly fine. And Rhonda has been fighting an illusion this whole time. What? What a strategy! The Russian hag hasn't even been involved in this match since it started? Impossible! Your shadow reacted to every attack! Oh, my dear Balinese queen. Clearly you haven't read all of my stories. If you had, you'd know that mind reading is a common trick I have up my ragged sleeve. Huh. I guess Rhonda was wrong about folktales not being important. You'll find your black magic won't work in my spell. You were quite right about being immortal. You will absolutely outlast us all. So, why don't you outlast us all from this magical prison for all eternity? The magical cage is getting smaller. Won't be a lot of room to move around. That'll definitely suck. Such arrogance. Thanks for playing with me today, Ranga. I feel very invigorated. Baba Yaga is nothing. What fun! Who wants to come back to my house for spooky grandma holiday time? I could have spent a millennia trying to map out how this match would go, and I don't think I ever would have landed on insanely extended rope-a-dope. I'll keep this very simple, because otherwise we'd have to go into some intense minutia that would take forever. Baba Yaga is insanely versatile. In the countless stories that have featured her, she has displayed avatar skills of elemental control, Professor X-style mind reading and mind control, curses and hexes a la Maleficent, illusions like Loki, basically all of the power powers of the Fantastic Four, Merlin levels of sorcery, and of course flight. Rhonda is immortal and capable of healing magic, but as said from the very first episode of this program, you don't have to kill your opponent to win. Based on our calculations, Baba Yaga's durability, strength, and agility just outclassed Rhonda, even with her demonic boosts. It gets real dicey when we start comparing magic as an ability due to the fact that, by definition, it should be able to do anything. But Rhonda specifically trained in demonology and witchcraft, whereas Baba Yaga is said to be a magician of the highest caliber. Plus, Ranga's powers aren't even enough to defeat her mortal enemy, Barong, who doesn't have nearly the arsenal that Baba Yaga has. In general fiction, those are not equal. And of course, there are Ranga's servants, the, uh, the leaks. Simply put, nothing Baba Yaga hasn't seen or dealt with before. Yeah, more threatening to pregnant women than an all-powerful hag. With more powers to choose from, and a history filled with unusual circumstances like accompanying death while he works to eat souls, and burning people to ashes remotely with magical skulls, Baba Yaga is the winner. You know, they say never meet your heroes, but 
I'm really glad I got to meet both of them. Me too. Oh, did it mean as much to you? Have you dreamed every night since you were a young ghoul to one day speak with such legendary figures? What? No. I mean, I think they're talented and terrifying, and I was honored to call the match. Yeah? Yeah. You know, I'm just giving you a hard time, right? Oh, thanks, Zeus. Hey, team. You there? Ah, Yowie. I was just about to contact you. Whatever happened with Kevin? Yeah, that's what I wanted to update you on. Turns out we don't have to eat him after all. Momo checked the bylaws and that tradition only started 30 years ago. So Kevin gets to become a French horn player. She'll be apples. He's an old cover now. We're inviting him back next year. Great to hear, Yowie. Also, Kevin wanted to know if you lot wanted to come to his wedding in June. I said I'd ask. Oh, Niagara Falls in June does sound lovely. Oh, I'm in. Hey, Kevin! Marine! And with that, I'd like to thank Yowie for broadcasting from the Harry Cryptids Convention in San Antonio, Texas. Join us next time for more mystical mayhem at the Monster Smash League. For Yowie, Kevin, Jenny Greenteeth, and Typhon, Greek father of all monsters, I'm Batboy saying, keep your hooves on the ground and keep clawing for the stars. Good night. Good night.